26% of the vote. Uh, let me come back to uh, that thing. I mean, yet again, the Electoral Commission is letting us down for 2 million people or whatever it was, 50-something, 50 50-plus 50 percent of the population, which allegedly had voted uh, before today, and they had the voting counting at as of 9 o'clock this morning. How they've only come up with 25% of the vote an hour and a half after the polls have closed, I've got no idea. It's just one, <laughs> two, 50.5% for Labor National, 258 uh, the Greens 8.2 and 7.6 for Acton. New Zealand first are gone on... Um, 2.3, Mike. 2.3, they're climbing, Barry. Well done. Congratulations. You hold on, you hold on to that, mate. Aaron Darman's with us uh, at National Party Headquarters, which is the Royal New Zealand Yacht Squadron. Aaron, you and how many? Well, I tell you what, there's probably about 50 to 100 people here. We weren't expecting a party, but this is a subdued affair. There's nothing sweet about this. In fact, the sweetest thing is probably the macaroons with the National Party logos that are out uh, in the cafeteria. Look, there's Melissa Lee. She's the only MP we've spotted here tonight. Judith Collins, we understand, has left her home. She's on the way to Sky City Grand, potentially at this point, to write her concession speech. It is not looking good here, Mike. Very good. I thought you were going to say place and Blackjack at the casino. <laughs> but uh, what a tough old night for her. So that's Aaron Darman at the uh, the Royal New Zealand Yacht Squadron. 2.3%, uh, as I said, for New Zealand first. Yeah, do either, any of you have an idea as to why we have only 25% of the vote in an hour and a half in, plus we've had in excess of 12, almost 12 hours? Look, of counting? My pick is that it's public service and they don't deliver anything on time. <laughs> is that, is that's that pretty much <laughs> that's pretty much all I've got. But but they keep saying it, don't they, Barry? I mean, last time, as I yeah. said earlier on the evening, they say, "Oh, you stand by, we'll have them all set to go," and they don't. Why not? Yeah, Just well, counting. Like you say, they've had it all, had all day to count. Uh, you know, two million votes might sound hard, but uh, they have well, had all hard. day. Is it um, in Germany at seven oh one or whatever it is? They they put the number up immediately. Mm. Have you ever seen that? The German yeah. thing is seven oh one. Bing, there's your result. Thanks. They for are coming. an incredibly efficient culture, though. Yes, so. they are. <laughs> hey, at, at least we've got some excitement, though, Mike. I mean, we thought we'd be we? done in half an hour. Well, that is true. I'm just waiting for um, just waiting for um, the um, the concession speech or the um, the claim of victory. So Judith, God, let's go back to that because this is fascinating, isn't it? I mean, she, Bridget, ran a good campaign. And she ran a better campaign, I think, than many people perhaps expected. And she had to pick up a cluster and try and put it right. The party put her wrong. And that, What's the matter with the National Party internally? All that leaking, that whining, that backstabbing that goes on. What's their problem? To be honest, I think there was a bit of panic. So the COVID mm. just was a shock to so many people. There was disastrous numbers around Simon Bridges. So they decided to change the leadership. I don't think anyone truly saw the Todd Muller situation coming. And so therefore they just kind of got into this panic. They chose stability. They chose Judith Collins. And I think for the most part, she's delivered that. And frankly, anyone who has been leaking or sort of undermining her since that point are responsible for this result. Well, the problem with a party like National at the moment is that, uh, what, 15 MPs are likely to lose their jobs. And when you've got the largest caucus, opposition caucus, uh, it's certainly in my time in Parliament, uh, if you've got uh, 15 MPs that are staring unemployment in the face, uh, then uh, you're going to have people leaking and uh, making uh, odd They're noises in the background. And, and I do know, Barry, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's, it's just, I, I listened to Goodfellow yesterday on the news, and they went up to him, they said, uh, if it's a disaster, what about, you know, do you change leadership? So the mm. message on the night before the election from the president of the party is to go, are you kidding me? Judas Dunn is proud. It's been a fantastic campaign. We'll see what happens tomorrow. But right now we're right behind it. That's what you say. Mm. Yes, he goes, you do. oh, it's not, it's not really the time. We'll talk about that another day. And I just thought, come on, mate. I, I, I have to say, I mean, to be fair to Judith Collins, you know, her caucus went to her on hands and knees and they begged mm. her to take over. Mm. They said, Judith, we've just, we're absolutely stuffed. We're nearly at the election. 
can you take this over? Yeah. And for them to still look against her, yeah. I think is outrageous. It's disgrace, yeah, disgrace, you know, disgrace. But they should have done, and I've, I've made this point right from the beginning when um, Bill English uh, stepped aside, uh, they should have went with Judith Collins. She's a polarising character. But, yeah. you know, uh, going with Simon Bridges, I could never they understand They should never it. have gone with Simon Bridges in the first place. No, they shouldn't have. They should have gone with yeah. Stephen Joyce. Yeah, and he wasn't there. No, no, no. Go right back. Go right back before he quit. Go right back <laughs> yeah. to, you know, the loss. He should have gone with Stephen Joyce. And if they didn't go with Stephen Joyce, they should have gone with Judith but Collins. Frankly, yeah. I don't think any opposition leader would have survived COVID. Like, I, definitely yeah, there was missteps in Simon. They would have potentially done better, though. It's yes, they could have done better, perhaps, than you? Simon Bridges did. But I don't think any opposition leader would have truly survived it because it is that panic. It was the reaction. It was so close to this election. One of and Jacinda Ardern is seen as the saviour of New Zealand. That's, you know, people mm. were living in fear, those that lockdown. Yeah, and those uh, people. It was like living in a leper colony, yeah. you know. Just and one of you, one of you guys, one, one, we should steady on Barry. Just one, one of you guys, help me out here. Brett Hudson, where is he? And so, so what's his name's going to win? Greg O'Connor's going to win. But was Hudson one of those characters who was going to be in trouble tonight or not? In terms of the list or not? Yeah, is, is, he is, is, yeah. he is lower down the list. So okay, I think, so if he, so did, if he doesn't it, pick up the seat, so he's not going to pick up the seat because yeah, uh, so Greg O'Connor's got fourteen thousand and Brett yeah. Hudson six thousand. So he's gone. This is uh, gone, this yeah. is an Ahario. Peter Dunn's old seat. I don't know why we still call it Peter Dunn's old seat. He hasn't been there for years. Mm. But, uh, geez, he's been a good commentator with, with all due respect to you two who are doing, who are doing a fantastic, who are doing a fantastic Look, job. Look, we don't have bow ties like no, no, no. so <laughs> I, I do apologise. But, but no, no, I do not apologise. But uh, what, a, what a fantastic commentator. But, but, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like Brett Hudson will be gone. Uh, What's-his-name's gone from Nelson from um, you Nick know Smith, Nick Smith's yeah, probably yeah. gone tonight. Some serious... Uh, anyway, we'll come back. We've got plenty of time to go tonight. Uh, Barry's call on New Zealand First is still live.